0: Welcome to Sleepless in St. Gennard, where Nostalgia Places Rem Cycles. I'm Kitty. And I'm Ange. And we haven't slept in 30 years. This is a podcast about the 90s Disney cartoon Darkwing Duck, where sometimes major crimes are committed so that plant parents can spoil their soil. And where yet another villain gleefully attempts to murder children, this time via mulching. Because today, we are harvesting the disintegrating crops
1: of easy come, easy grows. I want a money tree except one that doesn't get me arrested or the money
0: doesn't disintegrate as soon as you i mean as we'll discuss in this episode goslin and honker get pretty far with this big money but also one thing that is never discussed which i don't maybe we'll wait till the end to talk about that We'll, uh, wait, we'll wait until hook, it comes up in, in the episode.
1: Hooking our, our listeners in, are we? So <laughs> That's they can't it. I babe. gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha now. You're going to have to wait and see. I
0: wonder if it's about her muddle foot. I bet you <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> so, it, hello, everyone. It has been a while. The world has been um, particularly on fire for Ange lately. But we are back. We are back into the the ducky depths of this show. And I, for one, put off watching this episode for a very long time, and I finally did watch it for no reason other than, um, I don't know, I just didn't watch it. But here we are. We've watched it, ready to talk about it. Before we talk about this, you want to talk to the peoples about the feast that you have been uh, indulging yourself on? Indulging myself, eh? Well, I mean, I don't know anybody who likes Negaduck art as much as you do. That's true.
1: So uh, (laughs) no formal announcements. I guess the only thing to mention is that there's been lots of comic covers coming out, both for the Negaduck comic, but also for the Darkwing Duck comic. There are so many covers that I can't even keep track and I can't even remember any of them. But Kitty, I think you'd like some of them because they've got Gizmo Duck. It's a
0: fair assessment that I'll like at least one or two. (laughs)
1: yeah and and a lot of them are pretty well done so nice looking forward to seeing where that goes we are going to cover the next issue issue number seven very soon is just we've been on hold because as kitty said the world has been in fire literally in my area my region (laughs) there's been fires and tornadoes and armageddon and i got two kittens I don't know. <laughs> Un- unrelated, possibly related, who knows? <laughs> possibly. Well, there are tornadoes in the house, thanks to the kittens. <laughs> you might hear them, possibly. They might make a... I- I've got them locked out, but their their sound travels through doors. So you may hear a Calliope or a Cleo.
0: Uh, I think we should just invite them in and make them more co-hosts. Ask them their
1: opinions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they'll give them freely and loudly. So it's been busy, but we are back and ready to talk about Darkwing Duck, the old show with an episode that you didn't remember. Is that correct?
0: That is correct. I did not remember this episode. And I i mean, there was a a fair amount of Muddlefoots in it, but I I don't know. There's just Witcher—it's not my favorite, so... I feel like this is probably one that I watched once and then was like, okay, on to the next. And um, on Disney Plus, the next episode that's like right after this is uh, a revolution in home appliances. And I'm like, well, yeah, if if I'm looking at the two of them together, I know which one I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) watch. But if you would like to watch this episode on Disney Plus, it is season one, episode 10. Darkwing is baffled by disappearing bank safes. And, um, as we have mentioned, it is a Bushroot episode, but this guy doesn't show up for, I want to say like 80% of this episode.
1: Yeah. And there's actually, so I think this was a very early in production episode. The reason I say that is because have you noticed that Darkwing's voice is a little different in some of the earlier episodes? Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Now that you mention that. It's how do I describe it? He sounds barkier. Is like, it's, Uh. it's a bit, I don't know if it's, it's how they recorded it, or if Jim was still figuring out the voice, but there's a lot of like the foul episodes that were in that early production, along with this, and I'm trying to remember what other episodes came earlier, but I just noticed that his voice sounds a little different. And I noticed the characterization for some of the characters is a little different sometimes, especially with, uh, I guess, when we get to it. I'll make an observation, but yes. So. Okay. I think it's interesting too, because
0: uh, as far as everybody else goes, like everybody else is just like, this is the voice. Like, Honker sounds right. Herb sounds the same. Like, it was just Darkwing, I guess. Because you're talking about specifically, um, like, the Darkwing voice being yes. barkier? Or- yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I felt like there was a bigger difference between Darkwing's voice and Drake's voice, which. I was just kind of like, oh, he's hitting this a little hard this time. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's, I think that the Disney Plus is
1: production order-ish. I'm not sure. I'm going to say it's the same. Isn't it the same order as the DVDs? I don't know. Actually, actually, no. It makes, <laughs> it makes no sense because Darkly Dawn's the Duck. Isn't that like smack dab in the middle of season one on Disney Plus? Yeah,
0: it's like episode 50 or something. I it's, don't know. Disney Plus makes its own rules it does and to hell with you if you you question them so anyway this is uh season one episode 10 easy come easy grows and it just kind of it's interesting because it hits the ground running but then just kind of pumps the brakes Mm -hmm. (laughs) immediately because it starts with darkwing apparently having been called in by the police to help investigate a, a recent crime spree where safes have been disappearing and he is just, you know, typically Darkwing it up, like talking to himself and kind of talking up his gadgets and stuff and does basically doesn't find anything. He finds a fingerprint and is like, oh, I found a fingerprint and it matches you. And this guy's like, dingus, I'm the bank manager. I work here. <laughs> and Darkwing's like, oh, well, whatever. And he's annoyed that he can't find any clues. And um, the bank manager guy is like, Uh, It's like all the safes got up and walked away, and Darkwing is down this man's throat immediately being like, What did you just say? That's stupid! (laughs) It
1: was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know
0: what? It's exactly what is happening. You might
2: as well confess. Your fingerprints are all over this place. But I'm the bank's president. Of course. I knew that. Well that's just great Whoever took the money didn't leave a single clue behind Clue? They didn't even leave the safe behind Just like all the other robberies. It's like the vault just got up and walked away What did you say? Well that's stupid Come on Launchpad, there's nothing more here We'd better check on the armored car shipment
0: So, hey, there we go So then Darkwing and Launchpad are like Oh let's go check on an armored car shipment And see if we could find anything there. And then we fade out to like what exactly? We don't really know. Herb, <laughs> herb in the middle of the night, is uh, like army crawling <laughs> through his own backyard, uh, through the flower beds, uh, in a wide brimmed hat covered in flowers to camouflage himself. And he's being very sneaky in the middle of the night. And uh, he even does the old hiding behind a, a way too small tree. Gag. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is he doing, you may ask? Well, he's burying his money in the yard, of course, since money isn't safe in safes or banks or anywhere anymore. And, and I mean, this isn't going to surprise anybody. But I think this is my favorite part of the whole episode because Herb is just being a complete weirdo. And you're like, what is going on with this man? And then his wife arrives and she's being a huge weirdo too. She is like tunelessly humming to herself, which I think is like rockabye baby or something she's just like making all these strange noises <laughs> instead of the actual words in the middle of the night watering her plants and um i mean she spots herb's hat and is like oh i don't remember my daisies being here it starts watering him and of course then he's like oh oh what are you doing out here honey bunch perfect wife of mine and she's like oh i'm singing my plants to sleep what are you doing out here and he's like that. Yeah. I it's not relationship goals everyone should have a weirdo <laughs> as weird as them if you ever find somebody like that you lock it down terrorize the neighborhood after hours while singing to your plants uh well anyway that being said she then asks him what he's doing and he says he's trying to enrich the soil which sounds kind of gross um and then she's like oh i will use mr mulch's fertilizer and i made a, a note to write that down i'm like that will come back that doesn't really come back and she's like, it's supposed to make anything grow. And a thought blooms in Herb's brain as he takes the roll of cash and uh Oh, maybe it'll grow a money tree. He's like, Oh, but that's not true. Money doesn't really grow on trees. But defying logic and reality, the cash does indeed quickly sprout into a full blown money tree. And this is is my question now. So we do find out much. Much later in the episode, that these are uh, these money trees are seeds that bushroot has made that turn into a tree that has like fake money growing mm-hmm. on it. Yes. So then, why does Herb's money grow a money tree?
1: I was wondering that too. And I assume maybe it was originally supposed to be the manure or the mulch. Yeah, right. That's the only explanation. Or Herb is just uh can manifest anything he wants
0: (laughs) (laughs) he maybe he just found a roll of cash on the ground and was like oh
1: well better bury this in the backyard doesn't she point out that it's their entire savings that he took out of the bank too yeah like it is
0: it is their money and um i mean she doesn't know it at this point she does comment on it later but it's just kind of like but why did this happen to her unless he had like some counterfeit bills in there that he wasn't sure of? I don't know. I will never know. He read it's- the secret. Yes, <laughs> he did. He read the secret, misinterpreted it entirely and manifested a fake money tree. So I guess maybe if he took all his money out of the bank, there could have been some of Bushroot's counterfeit bills in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like this theory. This makes more sense. Um, but anyway, fast forward to the next morning. Goslin and Honker are on uh, weeding duty, apparently being paid a, wen- a penny a weed. And um, Goslin is just completely decimating everything. She's just pulling everything out of the ground. And Honker's like, well, she's like, we're never going to get rich this way. And he's like, well, probably not even make any money because we're going to have to pay my mom back for all the flowers you're killing. And um, of course, she sees the money tree. She has a very chill response and digs it up. and and hides it in the Mallard's garage. There goes Herb and Binky, savings, life savings, never to be seen again. And they just start plucking money from the tree and go out on a shopping spree. Meanwhile, I guess uh, the armored car thing didn't work out because Drake and Launchpad arrive back home unsuccessful, trying to find the safe thief, and Drake goes to check his own safe, to get some bait for the thief. A safe uh, which he has behind a family portrait of his launch pad in Gosland who is pulling on her pigtails and making a face while in a dress which I don't think we ever see again. But lo, his safe is gone. He has <laughs> lost his family jewels and the 20 bucks he was going to bait the trap with and the family jewels apparently were just made of rhinestones but they don't make rhinestones like that anymore losing their entire life savings this episode
1: i like the implication that the mallards are just as friggin weird apparently his family <laughs> line that they just keep rhinestones passed down from generation to generation <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: it is good um at this point goslin and hawk are come back with arms full of boxes and bags from their money tree shopping spree and drake intercepts them and starts asking questions goslin tries to deflect them saying that she won the lottery and Drake is like, you can't fool me that easily. I'm not a normal father, and goslin dead pants will call the papers. <laughs> <laughs> there there really is some some great goslin clapbacks in this one. There I, is. I like them. Yeah. She is she is definitely if she was a real child, she would be so grounded forever if she said any of this stuff to a quote unquote normal father. But I'm here for it and I love Sassy Goslin. Drake is like, well, don't worry about it because everybody knows that uh, you apply pressure to the weakest link and just starts screaming at a honker about what's going on. <laughs> Poor honker has a complete meltdown. Most likely, probably would have spilled the beans, but he's so nervous the whole tower of things in his arms falls on Drake.
2: Goslin, where'd you get all this stuff? And more importantly, how did you pay for it? Uh, we won the lottery. Don't try to fool me. I'm not a normal father, you know. Well, call the papers. Fine, be a hard case. But a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. Isn't that right, Honker? <sighs> okay, that's it. That's final. I don't care where you got the money, but these things are going back right now. But that's not fair. We paid for it. How? Oh, all right, I'll tell you. He he seems so different. Do you think there's something wrong with him? Nothing an exorcism won't fix. (laughs) One, three, five, nine. What I've got is mighty fine. Yay, money!
0: And <laughs> Drake. Drake, as usual, takes things very normally and uh, starts cackling over the money tree like Chernabog uh, from Fantasia and doing cheer routines with the bills as <laughs> pom-poms and has gone completely money crazed. Hunker is like, what's wrong with him? And is like, nothing an exorcism wouldn't fix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love her. Naturally, Drake shoos the kids away and continues to go overboard all on his own, trying to make the tree grow as fast as possible to get more money. Launchpad suggests that they find somewhere to put it uh, so that it's safe. And Drake is like, yeah, it'll go into a savings account after I pick up a few odds and ends. And uh, the running theme of Darkwing Duck is that Drake always tells Goslin not to do something and then immediately does it himself.
1: Ten times harder than Goslin ever could. (laughs)
0: He leans into it way, way harder than she ever could imagine. So that yeah, obviously he goes on a shopping trip to end all shopping trips and arrives back home with a stretch limo and a handful of bellhops Mm -hmm. to like deliver the stuff that he's bought, making Goslin look restrained in comparison. They carry in a giant box with a bow and pile everything in the living room. And Goslin's like, oh, I hope some of this is for me. And the giant box bursts open to reveal Drake wearing a suit and shoes and pants and all sorts of strange things and sunglasses and uh, being perfectly chill and normal. You know, nothing <laughs> not completely full of himself for getting all this stuff with the money tree he had his daughter stolen, put in his garage. He hands Gauze on a small box with a key ring in it, um, apparently just giving her a keychain as as her, contra- you know. Uh-huh. Boo! Yeah, he's the worst. But it does have a key on it, so I was like, oh, is he giving her a card? No, apparently he was just giving her a keychain. The worst. And She's like, are you going to give up on being Darkwing then? And then he reveals that he's hired two, like, beefy boys <laughs> dressed up as Darkwing to be Darkwing instead of him and sends them out to patrol and we never see them again. They're just still out there to this day. day, They're still out there patrolling the streets. And oh, that would make sense, though, if, you know, if they are still out there to this day actually doing a good job on patrol, like why Darkwing has a statue in the Dynamite comics, (laughs) because he's just been given credit for all the stuff that these two big beefy boys have done for him. That's the only headcanon I'll accept. So those guys no sooner leave than a cop comes to the door and confronts Darkwing about using counterfeit money. Drake tries to explain to the cop that he grew it and um, tries to show him the tree, but of course he overdid it and the tree is now dead. And he promptly gets arrested and taken away. Rip. End of Darkwing Duck. Goslin is like this. Really blows. Kids shouldn't be uh, shouldn't have to face like the consequences of their actions and harsh realities like this. Launchpad assumes he, she means talking, uh, she's talking about Drake being in prison. Whatever her father's daughter, she's more concerned with having to return with all the stuff that they bought. Launchpad tries to cheer them up um and says that all they have to do is pay Drake's bail, but he's broke, and Honker has a quarter. Oh, his allowance, his entire allowance, apparently. And Goslin has her piggy bank, but that's just filled with fake money. Oh, but what's this? said little piggy starts hopping around, hmm. snorting to itself. And it it uncorks itself and the fake cash sprouts um, like like vines and uh, starts kind of clambering around her room. And they're like, Honker, don't let it leave. It's kind of terrifying. Yeah, it's really really not great. (laughs) Um, Our little Honker is going to have so many complexes by the time he reaches adulthood. Just from... Every day of his life, he spends with the mallards. <laughs> so anyway, they tell him, oh, Honker, don't let that pig leave. And of course, the piggy bank slams into him and the door and takes Honker with it. And now Honker is stuck riding the piggy bank. And it kind of gallivants around the neighborhood, prancing around, hits the model foot house. And Binky's like, oh, do you think that's the prowler? And her panics and runs to the backyard to dig up their garden. But of course, the money is gone. And Binky is like, mm, why would our money be buried in the garden? And Herb explains that his brilliant plan, but then uh, he's like, "Oh, maybe I dug it over there instead." He doesn't remember apparently where he buried it. And I feel like we'll come back. I said to myself as I'm writing this. I feel we'll come back to the Muddlefoot's lawn being completely (laughs) dug up at the end of all of this. Spoilers. I was not wrong. But uh, their little like bedtime attire is cute too. He's like got the old timey like sleeping cap on, and she's got her curlers and. And she has like blue high-heeled shoes with giant pom-poms on them. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're pretty good. I like them muddlefoots. So yeah, Hunker is holding on for dear life as this thing prances around. Back at the jail, uh, the money that had been entered into evidence that Drake had on him in a filing cabinet, that filing cabinet sprouts legs and ultimately gives Drake the honker treatment and bursts out of the wall. Of the jail, taking him with it, and Drake is like, "Oh, hey, I'm out of jail now. Guess I'll just slip into this filing cabinet." And opens one of the drawers and changes into Darkwing. <laughs> okay, nobody patted him down. Oh, maybe, maybe they did. Maybe they found the Darkwing costume on him and put it in the evidence locker, like evidence, you know, filing cabinet thing too. There you go. Um, there it is. And then, then he just starts riding the filing cabinet with a yeehaw. Hunker, meanwhile, swears to never eat a ham sandwich again. And I think again to just kind of hit home here, Hunker is going to purely survive on like whole weight like whole wheat bread because he does he's not gonna eat pudding anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna eat ham anymore. Hunker is going to die by the age of fourteen because he's going to swear off all the foods that he can't stomach now since hanging with the mallards. Uh, but the piggy bank does not let him off. Um, Goslin and Launchpad are chasing, like Goslin in a shopping cart and Launchpad pushing her. Um, she lassos Unker and the piggy and they get dragged along with the momentum of the piggy bank. Eventually, they all crash into Darkwing on his filing cabinet and the races halt as everyone collects their wits. The piggy bank is mostly broken now and we see that the cash creature is mostly vines, but at this point, it's just like a whole bunch of like wriggling vines with just the piggy bank head. <laughs> it's really, it's kind of spooky. I don't, I don't care for it. Yeah. And Darkwing starts putting the pieces together that the cash is just a plant, and that it's been sprouting inside the vaults and safes and stealing them. And he now he knows who's behind it all. Look at this! These counterfeit bills are like seeds. That's why the evidence locker sprouted roots,
2: and how the bank vault left the bank! Now I know who's behind the crime wave. How stupid could I be? Does he really want us to
0: answer that? Thank
2: you for your support.
0: And of course, the crook behind the crimes is Bushroot. And Bushroot is celebrating his successful plot in his greenhouse. And we see that he is using the money he's making to take care of his plants. Which is pretty nice. He's like giving them imported water and designer pots. And he's like, only the best for you, babe. And the little daisy thing like does a really flirty giggle, which is (laughs) distressing.
1: (laughs) 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 No, (laughs) do
0: no, (laughs) don't don't do that. (laughs) Uh, But of course, he's not getting away with anything because the greenhouse uh, is now home to a puff of smoke. And we get our I am the terror. He says, I am the clipper that trims your hedges. Darkwing confesses that he didn't un- doesn't understand Busher's plan because why steal money when you can grow it? But then Bushroot is like, oh, my money doesn't last, and it just kind of crumbles into nothing. And uh, Launchpad so sagely says, oh, he says, like, my money doesn't last. And Launchpad says, whose does? And that's the realist exchange on Darkwing Duck right there. Right? Um. <laughs> oh, I feel that in my bones. <laughs> Ah, uh, our aching, aching, poor ass bones. Darkwing is like, okay, time for prison, but of course, finds tie everyone up, and Bushu is basically like, later, I'm going shopping.
1: He's gonna give them the squeeze play. Is that even me? I don't. I'm not sure. I want to know, but the way he says it too is very nefarious. It is. So anyway.
0: Long story short, Darkwing wins via racial stereotype and channels a snake charmer to get the vines to go into a basket. And then everybody's off to find Bushroot. Bushroot, in a very convincing disguise of an ill-fitting blue coat and seriously about to burst hat, is at at a fertilizer plant, which... Is it Mr. Bulch?
1: I'm not sure. I don't remember. I don't know.
0: He's offering to buy the whole kit and caboodle after he eats like a fish full of fertilizer <laughs> in front of the owner and he's just like it, it's mm. he's super into it and he just starts throwing money at the guy who's like oh I can't sell it it's been in my family for generations and he just keeps throwing money at him and he's like what we've never been a close family and he thinks the cat the <laughs> so I'm wondering like he, he must be paying with the counterfeit money
1: yeah it's gonna right? crumble later because he also does have all the real money oh I guess he does
0: I think it's fake money, and it's uh, just going to why, why would he, yeah, why would he pay with real money? But that's just something I thought of. I was like, anyway, so here we go. Bushroot celebrates by Scrooge McDucking his way through swimming through the mountain of fertilizer, and some trees mar- barge in to join fun <laughs> with little suitcases like they're moving in, and Darkwing arrives and tells Bushroot to put his hands up. And Bushroot's arms get all noodly and pile on the floor, and he's like, Oh, I hate it when that happens. I've got enough food
2: to feed a forest! Well, I'm rolling in fertilizer!
0: Oh, you're in
2: deep, all right. Uh. Put him up! Hey. Uh, see what you made me do? Well, I hate it when this happens! So do I. It's disgusting. Why can't you just
1: leave me alone? You, you, sap sucking fungus! (laughs) The dialogue in this episode was pretty (laughs) funny. Like, the back and forth between the characters. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, and it's like, big same. Like,
0: (laughs) big big same. It's like, what's going on with you, man? Pull yourself together. And was like, leave me alone. Here's some money. Go get yourself something nice. Darkwing starts going on about how he and his comrades can't be bought. And of course, Goslin is grabbing as much money as she can <laughs> and is ultimately like, ah, all right, fine, whatever. While this is all happening, Bush, we just snuck away during Darkwing's speech and he sticks his trees on uh, the do gooders. One of the trees grabs Honker, Goslin, and Launchpad and is about to throw them into a mulcher. And the busher's is like, what are you doing? You're going to mulch them? And then doesn't stop them (laughs) just the 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 tree just kind of chucks them onto the conveyor belt heading toward like whirring spiked wheels of doom it's like what are you doing oh yeah go ahead carry on (laughs) it's like oh we're just we're all about trying to kill kids on darkwing deck darkwing is being held by the other tree and uses his magnifying glass to like burn the tree like setting his foot on fire on the conveyor belt honker is like i'm too tired and they're all gonna die Launchpad scoops them up this on his shoulders and then darkwing kind of like climbs on top of the mulcher and trying to grab their hands and pull them all to safety and the tree that's on fire falls into the like onto the little um conveyor belt mulcher thing and takes the other tree and bush root with it as the trees get close enough got like the team Darkwing guys climb up on the tree and get on top of it, like on top of the mulch thing with Darkwing and they are spared Um, but Bushroot gets mulched (laughs) with (laughs) his trees but like a tiny little scrap of Bushroot makes it through and of course it sprouts like his full-sized head and makes a pun about being the root of all evil and wrinkles off
1: also, I seem to recall that when he goes through, he's saying something about buying the whole farm. With the oh, money. yeah. I need to. I need the money to get the the
0: farm, and then Launchpad immediately mean is like, "Oh, well, he just bought it." Yeah, it was
1: so, like, <laughs> and he says it so softly and nicely too. It's like, yeah. Launchpad, you're just <laughs> dropping the the savagery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, the day that Bashut almost died, they don't see him get away. Otherwise, I feel like they probably would have stopped him. But anyway, the next day, the Mallards are out soaking up the sun. Goslin's like in a little two-piece and they're like, oh, well, I guess being poor is great. I don't really know. They're just kind of like, oh, we were just were really crazy about that money, huh? And then we see that Herb has indeed dug up his entire yard and has made lemonade out of all that lemons and has turned it into a private little golf course. (laughs) And uh, one of his puts a golf ball bouncing off Drake's head and we fade to blank. And that is our episode. (laughs) (laughs) It was a very strange one, all things considered. How How are your thoughts on this episode, Ange?
1: Uh, I'd put it in, like, middle of the road, like, three out of five, because it's not a bad episode. Yeah. The pacing, like, it gets a little boring at points, but... On the whole, I like we we mentioned the the exchanges, especially Goslin. Like the sass levels in this episode are so high between Dark. <laughs> They're Wings. off the yeah off the charts. Not I mean maybe not off the charts. They are high on the chart though. <laughs> yeah, Dark Wings. What did you say? Well, that's stupid. It's just from yeah. that point onwards is just it doesn't end, and I love that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like you said, Busher's kind of there, but he's not really in it for most of the episode. The stuff with uh, Drake was interesting when you think about it, because one, if he's paying people to be Darkwing, isn't he like giving away his secret identity if he's Drake hiring them? And also, it's just like we get to see like when he goes to those extremes, he gets really selfish. Like even for his dear daughter, he gets her like that keychain. I think he says it's an original Gucci goo. Yeah. It's just you can really see how you know it's like you say it's do as I say not as I do with with Goslin and Drake's parenting. Just he's so self and he's so mean too, especially to Launchpad. I remember there's one point where Launchpad's holding the money and Drake just snatches it out of Launchpad's hands and Launchpad's like, "Ow!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Drake
0: Drake is a little crazy. Yeah. He's a
1: uh, he's a little crazy bitch. That's what he is. He's really went um, off the charts this episode, and I can appreciate did. that.
0: Yeah. I don't feel like this was. For the most part, Drake's, like, at least at some point in the episode, comes off as endearing. Uh, this was not an endearing Drake episode.
1: <laughs> also, he technically broke out without paying bail, so we, we don't did. know. If the, are the cops still looking for him? <laughs> and they came right to his house to
0: arrest him. So when he gets back, is there just going to be an entire, like, squad of cop cars outside <laughs> feeling like you're coming back with us ah uh, that's that's the real way that dark Green duck ended <laughs> put into jail for counterfeit money yeah what were your thoughts um it was it was a decent one i would probably rate it a I mean you know it's got muddle foots in it so it has to be like a million out of five but removing the Muddlefoots, foots i would say probably about a two i just i don't know Bushroot's never really done it for me. And I feel like especially in this episode, he just kind of seemed to be like, well, we want to do this whole episode about Drake getting a money tree. And obviously that would be Bushroot. But like Bushroot's plan was just kind of tacked on, like there really wasn't anything more than just We need somebody who has money trees. Well, Bushroot. And he did, um, I mean, he didn't try to publicly execute a child on television like Megavolt, but there really is a lot of attempted child killing in Darkwing Duck more than I remembered there being. Which, hey, I
1: guess they are villains. When I think about it, I think all of the Fearsome Five at some point have nearly killed Goslin. Pretty sure. Except for a liquidator who wanted to... Have her be his apprentice. That's true. So just Liquidator. Liquidator doesn't kill children. He just hires them to become capitalists. Cheap, cheap labor. (laughs) And is that a fate worse than death? I think so. I think so. (laughs) So there we go. That's it.
0: Our easy come, easy grows. Yeah, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. Don't bury it in your backyard unless you remember where you keep it. Herb Muddlefoot looking at you
1: specifically. Herb never gets his money back. I guess they're pretty good at bouncing back, seeing as their house has exploded several times and <laughs> burst into, and it burnt down a few times, too. So I think they are just good at that. I would imagine that he probably opens up
0: his backyard as like a mini golf course and probably makes bank.
1: And it would work, too, because he's Herb.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, we know that he's got clout as a quackerware salesman. So, yeah, I imagine the people on the block really like Herb. They probably don't like Drake. So, you know, read his backyard out like a Chuck E. Cheese at birthday times. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. I'm happy for the model foots and their new endeavor. And (laughs) that, uh, I guess having money isn't everything. We don't really know if Goslin ever had to actually return anything that she bought. So maybe she's the real victor here.
1: Maybe she hid it all from Drake and just claimed to return it. I should hope
0: so. I mean, especially if they're paying in cash. I don't really know how they could track them down. You know, no paper trail. Yeah. I'm sure Drake probably wrote his name all over everything. That's how they knew where he was. He also had to rent the car, the limo to bring him back. So he just went to the mall, which was a thing that existed in the 90s. Everyone that's too young. <laughs> 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 all right. So there we go. Um, next time we will be discussing the comic. Yes, Issue Um, 7. Yes, and then we will spin the wheel so we will not know our fate until next time. Uh, But until then, remember that crime doesn't sleep and neither does money.
1: And neither do my kittens, apparently. Hey! I love them.